Sub everybody, Eric Kaiser. Just some notes, personal notes. Your experience. You know, this experience, it's an amazing one, it is. And I always wonder what's on the other side of my voice. I really do. Like, when I, when I make these, I wonder who's hearing what. Because I realize that even when the deepest ones come into your life, like, my tribe's coming together, right? People who looked at me and said that they could see what I see. Once you tell me that, I know you're not lying. There's no way to bullshit that. There's <laughs> just... There's no, no lying about it. So right away, you can 100% trust those people. Don't ever let any wicked thought anywhere near those people. But you'll learn that you're there that really, you're there that even teach those people. You're always going to be the deepest one in your experience. And you have to give it the information to people in ways that it works for everybody. Where the energy works. You know, I went out the other night and I haven't been out in a long time. And some of the boys I'm rolling with, you know, they still stop by... Certain things like strip bars, right? I was never big into strip clubs. But, you know, considering that I did experiment that day with a little bit of NBMA, just to, and I really did. I took enough to just feel it, and I wanted to see what type of micro feeling it would do. And then it, it just, it was a good feeling. And I said, you know what? I remember this feeling. So let's see why this came into my life. Well, it came in for a couple of reasons. It came in to get me just to uh, feel that love again. Just that feeling of just, uh, just remember what that feeling felt like. Because if you chase down that feeling of MDMA every day in your mind, that's how you're going to be manifesting some dreams, baby. Do I suggest people taking MDMA? No, I don't. Um, if you want to have an amazing sexual experience and you're in a really good place mentally with the person that you're with, then yeah. Like, I just gave somebody that advice. You know, if you're, yeah. If you're not going to, I don't think, I don't think it's worth it. You know, it's a fun experience, right? It's a good time. Daddy, daddy. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Grayson is, um, our, our bond's been getting stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. Um, now he's saying, excuse me, daddy. Excuse me. Thank Give you, son. Me daddy. Excuse me, daddy. Give me daddy. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, see, we're looking at leaves right now in this present moment at a park in Atlanta. And, you know, it just comes to me that what I wanted to let you all know is... Give me, daddy. Give me. I'll be back. Me. All right, he wants to play Frisbee. So I'm going to go stand over here and play Frisbee. And just keep on going. So... You have to understand the Merkaba. You have to understand when you can start seeing it and how you can see it around yourself. And you have to understand that whatever comes in that Merkaba, right, you can kind of adjust the energy field to whatever experience you want to have. So what I mean is, you know, I know how to dance. And yeah, we were in a strip club, but I seen people that, that were kind of dancing, but I was the only white guy in there. And I do that. You want to know why? Because in my Merkaba, everybody loves me. No matter what I do, the energy I just put off, it makes everybody just feel great. See, I had a great time in my Merkaba. But yesterday, my boy was like, hey, man, I just want to talk to you. I'm like, what? He's like, you know, I know it's probably MDMA in you, but, you know, you're out there like doing the fucking Bobby Brown and doing this. And, you know, dude, there's a certain way you got to carry yourself. <laughs> and I looked at my brother and I just, you know. 
or well, no, that was over the phone, but just thought about like the moment, like where we were at in a club and I'm wondering like, Oh, when did he get triggered? Cause I kind of felt the energy, right. But I ignored it because I don't live there <laughs> in my Merkaba. Shit. Okay. I'm back. So number one, you got to understand universal law and Merkaba and everything because you're changing your, your inner world for your outside world. You can't listen to anybody else in this part of the process. Every knowing that you come up with it is your own knowing. Every single damn one of them. You know, and the deeper you go into that, the better off you'll be. Other people have knowings, right? But always know that if you're getting the information, if you're coming up with the concepts, it's your information. So, you know, he might have got triggered because in his reality, he still he has a lot of ego attachments left, you know. He gets that life's energy. He gets that he's already made it to the other side and he's universally guided in a way, right? Now, he hasn't connected to it all the way. The universe brought him to me to do that. You know, these people are my family. I always felt like I had just black roots in me. I've always felt that way. And then after walking into Martin Luther King... Oh, man, it just, guys, I don't know how to even tell you the emotional way that came over me when I walked in there and saw how people behaved in that time. And I seen that it was a test of the universe. Which way are you going to go? Where's your perception going to flow? Are you going to be the, the white guy hating, breaking shit, causing damage? Are you going to be the black guy doing that, right? Who are you going to be in that moment? Of that hysteria, who are you going to be? And the people who figured it out were the people who just, they detached from it. And they cured it inside of them. They cured racism in them. They cured everything with them. They got rid of every negative emotion about everything that would ever spark you in, in, in this world, in this reality. When you figure out that it's just you, and you have to shut off of them negative emotions to heal you, to heal your earth. So you can go out to the strip club and be the only white guy in there doing the fucking Bobby Brown. Even though I don't dance anything like fucking Bobby Brown. I actually can dance my ass off. So he kind of kicked me in the balls right there. But look, I didn't trigger. I took what he said and I laughed about it. <laughs> I said, dude, I'm sorry if I embarrassed you, man. You know, and um, I, didn't, I let it go. And then I gave it to him today through a voice note. I said, don't ever forget, man, you're in your own reality. I'm in my reality. I said, in your reality of the strip club, because if you're awkward feeling about however I was acting, you should never feel any which way but love. Because that awkward feeling, you might have created circumstances in your Merkaba that people were looking at you a certain way or you felt weird to be near me. See, once you can shut that off, and this is why it's so important to pick your tribe, right? Once you can shut that off, everybody has that experience of just a great time. Love everywhere you go. It's your earth at that point. It's your creation inside of your Merkaba. You know? You can't control everything in this world. It's just impossible. But you can control everything in your world when you learn how to do it. So learn how to do it. Start learning how to climb into that little hallway in your head where you realize that it's just your world and the thoughts that you have create the experience of the world. 
Look, if you're one of them people who you're afraid of getting shot and that's all you think about, I'm sorry to tell you, one day you're going to catch a bullet. Your fear is going to draw it to you. It'll probably be that moment that you buy the gun. Because the gun attracts the bad guy with the gun. When you realize that good guys don't, don't need guns, and good guys don't carry guns because they know they don't need guns, you'll never bring a gun in, in nowhere near you. Unless it just has the ability to be of sport of some kind, and that's your only thought about the gun. Look, guns are a part of my reality with my kids. I tell my son that the plastic guns, I tell my son the plastic guns he plays with, like the Nerf guns, I just, I'll tell that story in a second, but um, you know, that he can shoot them at people. Don't shoot it at the face, right? Never. But the other, like if he ever touches another gun, you can't aim them at other people. Because if you do that, the gun will shock you. It'll hurt you, right? It, it, it doesn't work. I don't care what you, you make up. You have to teach the minds of tomorrow now of what world you want them to live in. I realize that my kids don't see anybody with a mask on. Yes, I said it. They don't see it. They don't even recognize it because I pulled them into my reality. They're not in that reality of fear. I don't live with any fear. My kids are adapting to that. They're going to take that with them. But as you get deeper in this process, you're going to get tested more and more and more to let go more and more and more. What's that mean? <laughs> you got to let go of every fear, right? When you say speak truth, that's when you've realized that everything in your reality, that you are the God of it. Why do I know this is true? I know the ego money is collapsing right now because in my reality, I am programmed to create that. Remember, I got programmed very, very deep into the ascension. I was just blessed with the success programs to go with it. That was my own awareness, I guess, to go ahead and start listening to all the other stuff that I knew that I was really going to need, like how to make more money or how to create a trillion dollars. I kind of needed to know those things. I love when I, I get feeled, ah, I get the feeling of like people look at my life a weird way because of the type of guy I am and the type of parent I am. Look, you have to align yourself to it all. Yeah, there's a 1% for a reason. If you ever follow the American way, you're never going to get there, ever. Like if you're buying the house, you're saving your money, you're saving up for the cars, and no. If you're not blowing the money on everything possible to make you happy and raise your vibration, crazy. But keep in mind, you got to have balance. you got to know how to spend the money without having to worry about the money. So whatever you're buying, like that's the problem with America. That's the reason why they give you credit. See, they want you to buy all the crap, but they don't want you to realize that that crap could bring you so much joy that it would bring a lot more stuff. So they snag you hook, line, and sinker instead of just buying something that you could easily afford and never worry about a payment and just drive it. But it's not the nicest one. Bob has the nicest one. I need the nicest one. You're tricked into living off of credit, and credit spikes fear. And that's how you get to have the stuff, but you stay on the wheel your whole entire life. And every time you get a pay raise, you get better stuff. But you put it on a credit card. <laughs> and you worry about it forever. There's a trick to the game. You have to create a world that has no worry to create the new world inside of you. My world has no worry. Now I'm at the very end of it where every concept of money 
I'm being told now, look, you're going to have to let go of it. <laughs> and just let it come. So with the window tint stuff, I even looked at that again. and was like, you know what? This isn't bringing me joy. It's bringing me abundance to get the things that raise my vibration. So, you know, I'll do it. But I see it now, right? I see how I have a landlord that I owe a buttload of money to. But the way he treats his tenants in the buildings and after investigating him a little bit, he's not the man I thought he was. He's kind of a crappy human being. And unfortunately, you know, that's my reality. He might be great to other people. But in my reality, I got drawn into this. So I guess I'm the one who has to show him his reality. At least that's what I thought. What if I told you now I'm to the principle of mind of that, you know, I'm being told that my life will just always be taken care of, especially when it's light versus dark. Because when you switch into this reality, we start winning the game regardless. And as long as you have that belief, that's how all the good stuff comes to you. You got to really get in there, right? You got to really get in there and realize that there's two separate worlds and one's physical and one's is spiritual and you got to stay in there as much as possible to make it open. See, what John doesn't realize is I didn't realize, right? That That's how I've been playing this game. That's the reason why I still have a loft, right? Behind, I mean like 12 grand. And I just, I don't care. Never did. I was playing a game. And then once you realize it, the better people, you can literally break the rules. Hold on. But yeah, like when I was going through this process, I was feeling bad about the money. But when you realize that you're always divinely guided, (laughs) that everything's happening for a reason, just go with the flow. That's how you make your dreams come true. You got to have that belief that the world's going to take care of you because you're creating your world. And of course, you're always going to take care of you, but you have to put You have to put your happiness in front of everything. And that's all you chase. Have the open doors for the things to flow through. And everything else works out. Look at every experience in your life and put it underneath a magnifying glass and ask yourself why it's happening. Where is the good in it, right? See, I might feel like crap today, three days later after eating that crap. And realizing it, it's crap. Um... But it it gave me something. See, there was still an open door for the future to play the blame game. And I'll explain it to you real quick. My ex. You know, the whole time listening to car readings, I was always told there was somebody watching me. They still showed interest. And there was one girl who I follow really close that I, you know, I know that I create with her. I could trust her word. And the woman said she had blue hair. Well, out of nowhere, here comes my ex. And she's all... Long story, but she has like a blue hair now. And, you know, I took that stuff and it triggered the program of me and my ex, the fun program. So, of course, all the great memories came flooding back, right? That's what happens. And it happened to to set in stone for whatever reason that I tried everything, Cause I threw it out there to her that I would get her her own place. Maybe we should maybe think about working things out, right? For our children. If that's a possibility. 
See, I'm always playing with my reality because I think I can just shift everything and everybody. Sometimes you can't. So what do you have to do? That's when you got to put the space between you and those people. And if you do want them to change, then you have to change their energy field for them and your thought process when they're gone. So that's what we're doing right now with my ex, right? All I try to do is think she's going to make the right decisions and she's going to make the changes I did to become the parent who I am. You know what I did? I put it out there and she denied the shit out of wanting anything to do with that. So I was like, high five. You know, I didn't really want to go back to that. But for my kids, I would do anything. But when you realize who God is, you're always going to be guided to the right direction. When you understand who controls the energy and who's playing the game, you'll say it'll all make sense to you. Look, my ex said no because the positive energy, right? She's not connected to any of it. She's just connected to negative. So, of course, the negative is going to keep her away from the positive experience. Look how it works, people. You can test all this out in your reality, and you can just watch the way other people's behavior works. You want to know how you're doing? Pay attention. I know who's creating this reality. I know the next thing I have to do is basically, I'm going to tell my landlord straight up. You know, you're doing it wrong, man. Because I can and he can't do anything about it because he's running off of an ego and he's not being nice to people. He's letting other people live like, like slums when he lives in a $300 million castle. Well, he lives in a big castle, but I'm thinking he's worth about $300 million. And if you're worth that much money, Jesus, be happy, people. If you get it all and you're still not happy, obviously there's something wrong. There's happiness within you. You don't even need money, Right? That's a big part of this process. People have to learn what lack is. Can't sit there and say, oh, y'all always be happy without ever being poor. <laughs> when you can walk around no money in your pocket and you're still having fun with your kids and you're still smiling, you'll find it. It's in there. But that's when you get to open up that door. There's a little chair in there. You just sit down. <sighs> and you breathe. Every once in a while, you'll be pulled back out. But you just, you quietly put yourself back in there whenever you need to. Anytime one of them old thoughts hit you in the head like something bad's going to happen. No, nope, nope, nope. Daddy, and slowly. Do me, Daddy. Do me, Daddy. Well, my audience, I'm sorry. I'm going to go. <laughs> um, pay attention to what the hell my son's doing. Oh, this boy just picked up a friggin' Parks in Atlanta, a syringe, and brought it over here. What's this, Daddy? Uh I got to go. I don't want my, my son picking up any damn syringes because I'm doing a podcast. But y'all know what I'm saying. I think. I love y'all. Peace.